I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an advocate for entrepreneurship. But let me tell you something. There's a lot of people that's on social media and they're, they're, they're marketing entrepreneurship. They're selling a dream and they're living a nightmare. I see it all the time. In fact, I made a, vi a video recently. I was like, listen, some people that are entrepreneurs, they need to go back and get a job. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come from nothing at all? But every day you just want it all. Do you know what it's like? y'all we're back with the run and play show this is justin owens and listen let's just start this episode by saying this i literally saw the one of the dumbest posts that i've seen in a very very long time and, and here's what it says it says imagine dating someone who has to wait for payday or ask for days off what <laughs> yo sometimes some of the stuff that people say Literally blows my mind because I'm like, all right, all right, you date somebody that doesn't have a job. We talk about them. You date somebody that has a job. Now, now they got to ask for days off or they got to wait for a payday. It's still a problem. I don't really understand it because guess what? Entrepreneurs, they do too, okay? I always tell people all the time, as an entrepreneur, I can do what I want to do because I don't always do what I want to do. Listen, anybody that always does what they want to do, probably lack discipline and they probably not making that much money my whole point is this y'all we can't disrespect people for making an honest living because of your preferences now i just want to say this as well i'm an entrepreneur i'm an advocate for entrepreneurship but let me tell you something there's a lot of people that's on social media and they're marketing entrepreneurship they're selling a dream and they're living a nightmare i see it all the time in fact i made a video recently i was like listen some people that are entrepreneurs, they need to go back and get a job. I don't, I don't understand what's happening in the world where it's like we, we now, now we judge people, we date them off of if they have a job versus a, an entrepreneur. It's almost like people act like people that have jobs are broke. Listen, I know a lot of people that have jobs that are not broke. In fact, some people, let, let me, let me share something with you. Some entrepreneurs can actually do better not just having the CEO title, they could be a number two, they could be a number three or four in an organization and actually probably do better. It's, th it's this energy though that, that really bothers me because I'm like, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get how you could, you could like, who, who doesn't have to wait for a payday? Who doesn't have to ask? Even if you don't, like, I think sometimes people don't understand is like entrepreneurs, we still answer to somebody. We answer to employees, we answer to customers, we answer to merchant accounts, we answer to, we answer to compliance. I mean, we, 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 we answer to regulatory agencies. Listen, if you're a marketer and you run ads, you answer to Facebook and TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and their policies and like everybody answers to somebody. But you know what I've noticed? A lot of people disguise their laziness as a reason why they want to be an entrepreneur. You're like, man, I don't want to work. I, I get it all the time, dear. Bro, man, I just, man, I'm tired of working, man. I really don't want to do anything, man. And I just, I just looking, I'm looking for something different, man. I just want to, I want to work and be an entrepreneur. I'm like, listen, let me explain something to you. Being an entrepreneur is very, very hard, okay? In fact, you're probably, if you have a job right now, you're probably going to work harder in entrepreneurship, especially at the beginning, 
than you would at a job. Why? Because many times you don't get a chance to take off. Like, you, you're not even off. <laughs> you're always on. You're missing stuff. You're, 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 with everybody out partying, everybody out playing and going on vacation, you're reading books. For years, my only trips that I took was when I was going to uh, uh, some type of event or buying a course or joining some mastermind. That was literally the only time I would travel. So you're going to spend more hours. You got to invest a whole bunch of time. And then when you make money, all the money's not yours. You're going to have to pay people, like my clothing line. Listen, the money comes in. You got to replenish inventory. You got to pay employees. We've got a warehouse. We run ads. It's not like, oh, okay, you make money. Okay, my rent is $2,000 a month. My, my car knows this. This is then I just take it out. No. If you do that, you'll be out of business very, very shortly. So listen, I'm an advocate for entrepreneurship. I said that. I'm not necessarily a job person. But listen, there are some benefits to a job if you're being if you're an entrepreneur. Number one, I really believe your job can be your first investor. A lot of people, you know, they, they become so frustrated with their job that they forget that they could they should be grateful for it because your job is what's gonna allow you to get the money to be able to invest in whatever your first product or service is. Your job is the thing that allows you to get your credit to where a point where you can actually get some loans if you need it. Your job can set you up for so many things, but here, here's what I learned, you know, from, from the, the book, Science, The Science of Getting Rich, is that wherever you are, you've got to work the hardest in that environment because that is what's going to set you up for the next environment. So um, it could be your first investor. Number two, man, you can learn business structure from your job. Like, what are the policies and procedures? What do they have in place? I literally went to uh, this wireless store recently, and it was a book that was made by the owner of this big wireless company. And I, I walked in, I was like, yo, what's this book? And it was about having a culture and building a, a big culture and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, it's just a, it's a book that the owner wrote. They wanted everybody to read it. You can have one if you want it. I was like, bad. That's what's up, yo, let me get one. Then I'm talking to the guy, like, yo, what do you, you wanna do? Man, I wanna start my own business, I wanna do that. I'm like, but listen, you're here. The owner wrote a book on creating a culture and all this kind of stuff, and you, you don't wanna read it? You don't wanna learn it? Because if you learn in that environment, you can learn the good and the bad. You can learn how to treat people, how to not treat people. You can learn you know, how to respect people, how to treat people the right way. You learn leadership skills, you learn communication skills. There's so many benefits of it. One, one of, my, one of the, the biggest ones that I've seen for people, it gives you a chip on your shoulder because, listen, if you really don't like it, like, I get it. You could be really grateful for your job but not really like it. So what does it do? It gives you a chip to go do the work that you need to do. You get the chip on the shoulder like, man, I, I don't want to keep coming here. Man, I'm, man. And then now, now when you get off work, instead of going home and watching Netflix, when you get off work, Instead of sitting down and, and drinking a beer, or drinking some wine or something like that, and, and going out, you're like, yep, let me let me study. Let me learn about marketing. Let me learn about leadership. Let me learn about communication. Let me learn about hiring. Let me learn about how to fire people. Let me learn how to attract the right talent. Let me learn how to build a team. That should give you a sense of urgency to go out there and build your business. Here's the other thing it gives you, indifference. All right, now I teach this when I talk about sales and stuff like that. Maybe we'll have an episode where we talk about how to close more deals and all this kind of stuff. But indifference is like, man, when you're marketing, when you're going to try to find the right opportunity, when you're going to find the right vendors, 
you're not desperate. Now, I believe you should be hungry, right? Because we all know success loves speed, but like now you don't gotta be desperate for sale. The inner, there's a certain energy that comes off when somebody's desperate. There's a certain energy when somebody's needy, right? And you won't have to have that. And here's another reason why I don't like people knocking jobs. Because any entrepreneur, once they get to the highest level, the goal is to create something that creates jobs for other people. So in a sense, if you're an entrepreneur and you start downing jobs, you're disrespecting the people that you're hiring. And that's the goal is to create a company that can provide for you and it can continue to take care of other people, right? But here's the key, right? For, for people that have jobs, because I've had people that um, have worked me over the last 15 years that have been able to leave their jobs and many of them have never had to go back. And then there's some that have had to go back and it's because the ones that have had to go back is because they haven't done some of the things that we're gonna talk about here. You know, we've all been told that your network equals your net worth. And in all my years in entrepreneurship, I've never seen anybody really teach it. You know, a lot of times people look at me, they look at my circle of friends, they look at my circle of mentors, they look at the people that I'm around, they're like, man, how did you go about building that network? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's a skill set that has to be developed. And I literally put something together to teach you how to be able to make the climb as an entrepreneur, as a leader, or someone that's just trying to grow in their influence. Somebody that wants to grow their, their community, their leadership, their income, their mindset, or their brand. Check the link in the description so you can get access to that course and start learning the skills necessary today. How do I attract the people, grab the influence, and grow my brand, scale my personality so I can get the results that I want? All of that's there. Click the link in the description for more details and get access to it today. Now, I also believe this. When it comes to leaving a job, there's no perfect formula, right? And I'm gonna give you all some things that you wanna do uh, because at the end of the day, it's not really about what you make, right? It is, but it isn't. It's about what you do with what you make. But the key when you leave a job is like, you wanna put yourself in a position where you never go back. But only the only person though, that can tell you to make that jump is you. If you jump, when you're not ready for the jump, when you're not ready to put in the work, Y'all, it's not gonna work out. If you, if you research billionaires and millionaires that have had jobs while they were launching their company, while they were launching their brand, you'll notice that many of them were working into the wee hours of the night, waking up early for years. And I see people that are entrepreneurs starting out part-time and their calendar's not even full. Like, yo, if I didn't have a job, man, I'd be out there killing it. I'm like, no, you wouldn't, because you're not killing it right now. You're not killing it with the hours that you have. A lot of people don't understand this. When, you, when, when you're an entrepreneur, most of your friends probably aren't at the beginning. Right now, I'm at a point where a lot of my friends are entrepreneurs. But at the beginning, they weren't. And so, you know, I'm full-time doing my entrepreneurship thing and everybody's at work. <laughs> so you're gonna have to have something to do during the day. That's why I say you, you gotta maximize your calendar right now. If your calendar is empty, nine times out of 10, so is your bank account. So if you start filling up that calendar, eventually your bank account will start filling up. Now here's another dynamic. I have people say they wanna be entrepreneurs, but I hate sales. I hate sales, I'm not a good salesperson. Well, uh, ma'am, sir, uh, that comes with the game as well. You gotta learn that skill. Most people that are high level entrepreneurs, one of the skills they learned was sales. 
That's how you make money. That's what allows you to pay people. That's what allows you to get more inventories. You get good at sales and at marketing. Now, if you're not good at it and you're not willing to learn that skill, this is going to be a very, very difficult role. So one of the options you have is you need to partner with somebody that has that skill and you need to do it quickly. But that's no guarantee. You got to learn that skill. You, you, I don't know how you can say I want to be an entrepreneur, but I don't like sales. Listen, you, you've got to, you've got to get good at it, and you got to embrace that ability to sell. Now, back to these young ladies' comments earlier on. Imagine dating somebody has to wait for a payday and ask for days off. Do y'all know the average millionaire is fifty-seven years old? <laughs> fifty-seven. Not 27, not 37, not 47, 57. That's the average age. Now, there's obviously there's some that's younger. And, you know, a lot of times we look at these individuals and these are the exceptions to the rule and not the rule. Let me tell you why. Because to be a millionaire, it takes smart financial decisions, hard work, wise investments to become a millionaire, which typically for a lot of people don't, doesn't pay off until they're 50 or 60. Most people don't hit their financial stride until their 40s and 50s. So what does that tell you? Well, a lot of people that become millionaires, you know, outside of athletes and stuff like that, the average one, they were able to take what they had and be smart with their resources, okay? There was a study that came out recently of millionaires, and I think it was like 10,000 participants and eight out of the 10 millionaires invested in their company's 401k. These are people like engineers, accountants, teachers, attorneys, management professionals. So it's not, it's not like there was, I mean, people on all different levels. So here's the thing. What I what I want what I want to do is kind of debunk this fallacy that you got to make all of this money. Which listen, the more income that you can make, the earlier you can start investing, the better. But here's also a key: the earlier you can start investing, the less amount of money that you need because you have more time. The older you get, you need more money because you get less time to hit this financial goal. But a lot of the people that were surveyed didn't even have high salary jobs. They were just smart with their money. That's why I try to debunk some of this stuff because people fall in love with the highlights of success and not actually what it looks like. Being a millionaire and having this freedom and stuff, it doesn't look like what we see on social media. It doesn't look like standing in front of the cars. It doesn't look like, you know, on the jets. Now, it can, that can be a fruit of the labor. That can be fruit of the work, but that's not what it looks like. What it looks like is, you know, being in the trenches. What it looks like is sitting in your room and reading books in 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 hustling, being on the grind. Ninety 93% of the millionaires that were that were interviewed said most of them got their 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 wealth because of hard work, not because of the salaries. And only 31% of them averaged over a hundred thousand a year over the course of their career. One third of them never made six figures any year. So think about that. You know, obviously some of them were high-level executives. Many of them were managers. And like I said, you know, a third of them never made six figures. But here we are in this world where it's like it's almost like people think everybody makes six figures. Everybody makes seven figures when it's far from the truth. So, all right, Justin, what are some things? If I've got a job, right, and I want to leave the job, what are some things that you've seen work for a lot of people? Number one, 
is I tell people you need to get, the first thing is you want to put, put together like a mini emergency fund. That's like, you know, two to three thousand dollars. That's something that that'll throw you off. Like as you start as an entrepreneur, what, what I like to do is I like to be as proactive as possible, meaning, you know, stuff is going to happen. And anytime you set a big goal, big things tend to happen in your life that that can be challenges. Right. And so if you can start preparing yourself for it, like, listen, you started your business now. Something happens with your car, your your, your transmission goes down, you know, and, and then there's some businesses that, listen, one of my businesses recently, one, one of the trucks had the transmission go out. Another one while driving, you know, the transmission was like 4,600 bucks. And then another one while driving, a rock hit the window. That was like $800 to get fixed. And then another truck, AC went out. And I'm like, this was all within seven days. And, it, and so I'm like, you go from having all of this stuff and you think everything's fine to like, man, boom, 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 boom. Right, so that's why you want to start setting yourself up early, so that a mini emergency fund. Now, the fully funded emergency fund is really what you want to go with. That's where you have six to twelve months of your expenses put aside. So you got six to twelve months put aside. That means if you never made a dime for a year, you could take care of your financial situation for a year. That's a great spot to be. That should give you time to get on your feet if anything ever went wrong. Now. Another thing that we like to, you know, really teach people is obviously you can leave whenever you want to, but man, if you can be making two to three times your, from what you're making at your job, that really sets you out. That really, that really sets you up to really be in a great situation. Why? Because let's say you have your job and then you're making an extra 5,000 a month from whatever part-time you have going on. Well, if you leave whatever part-time thing that you have going on, and you start doing that full-time, or let's say you leave your job and you go to that part-time thing you have going on. I always tell people there's a difference between $5,000 a month and only $5,000 a month. If you're only making $5,000 a month, that's not as sweet as making triple that plus having your job. Because now, now you can fund that 401k and your job can match it. You get whatever benefits that you have and stuff going over there. Plus, now be taking this money on the side and setting yourself up to where you got six to 12 months of your expenses put aside. You know, you saved your first six figures. You, you put, you've, you've already paid down a lot of your debt. So a lot of things that are over you, you can get rid of it and then be on your way to start building your business. But y'all, can we, can we stop this stuff and this economic system that we're in right now where we're, we're making people feel bad for having jobs? Like what? So, while you have the job, what are some things you can do? Now, there's some companies, not all of them, but they allow you to become a partner with the company. That's a, that's an option. Number two, I have some friends, some of their jobs, they allow them to get stock options. Do y'all know a lot of millionaires were created by the stock options that they got from the company? And guess what? You find a job that has it, that's another great way. Even if you don't get paid as much, but you get some stock options, this is stuff that, listen, you can convert it into cash and stuff like that later on. But now there's also some practical things. Number three is live below your means now. That means you, you got to spend less. Why? Because you're trying to get that emergency fund put aside. You're trying, you're trying to have more money in the bank. And if you're spending too much consistently, that's going to that's gonna take away your ability to be able to go out there and create income and get good cash flow for your business. Next one, as you putting this money aside, now you got to make wise investments. Okay, there's a lot of ways to invest. You got stocks, 
you've got cryptos, you know, if the, the economy's bad, you got bonds. and I mean, there's so many places you can invest. In my opinion, the best place to invest when you're first starting out as an entrepreneur is in yourself. There's very few places that you're gonna be able to invest a lot of money and get a higher return as you would investing into yourself and investing into that side business that you're talking, that, that you know, hopefully that many of you guys start. Um, the next way you can do it, listen, if you get started with the right company, the right operation, you know, some of them let you give an opportunity. Now you're gonna have to take some years to do this, right? Five, six years, sometimes decades, right? And sometimes never, right? But sometimes companies have opportunity for you to, be able to take over the business. Maybe the owner's trying to get out of there. You know, um, I've seen places where people buy into the company, the person's about to retire, but they teach them for a few years. And then they take over the business. That's another opportunity. Now you get a chance to get in, get in what we call like the corridor, understand how it works, the ins and outs. And then you find out really if you like it anyway. My best way though, is to start a side business. Now I want you to write this down. When your day job ends, your side hustle should begin. Because at the beginning, it is a hustle. At the beginning, it is you are in, you're in the trenches. You're getting this stuff done. But listen, with today's technology, guys, we live in the best time in the world. You live in a time where you don't have to have a, a physical office and a big team of employees to start a new business. You can keep your job and still become a millionaire if you're building it night after night after night after night. A couple of ways that I like to do it, listen, there are affiliate programs out there you can join. You can just learn how to market their product. You don't even have to be good at creating the products. You don't even, like today's world, it's so easy. You don't even gotta create the product. When it comes to marketing, social media, how much does that cost? Free. You could be learning these skills. You can learn how to market. You can learn how to convert leads into money. Network marketing, home-based business industry, one of the best ways. It's so economically friendly. Friendly. I mean, the average, the average business on a monthly basis in the home-based business industry is 150 to 200 bucks a month for a business. Plus, it gives you write-offs at your job that allow you to be able to keep more of your money. So a lot of the things that you have, if you just had a job, you wouldn't be able to get write-offs on them. But you start a home-based business, you start network marketing or direct sales or something like that, now a portion of your cell phone, now a portion of your, your home, now a portion of your mileage, now a portion of your meals. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of stuff that you write off, which allows you to lower your taxes, which now gives you more money to grow your business. That's one of my favorite ways to do it, because I, I really don't know too many businesses a person can start and have as much cash flow from the beginning without raising your expenses. A lot of my other businesses, listen, if I, if I like we got an event coming up here this week and I had to invest a lot of money into inventory to make sure we had enough. Right? There, there's, there's companies where you got to spend a lot of money on the front end before you even start. You can start a home-based business. You start with an affiliate program. You can start a podcast. You can start a show and start building that audience. And as long as it doesn't conflict with your job and in that trip, listen, now, now you're able to put yourself in a position where you can start building this income, this thing on the side, where you got some extra money coming in. And listen, you're off to the races. But now you got a plan to go out there and do it, man. Okay, let me put six to 12 months aside. Man, let me lower my expenses. Let me get my cash flow right. Let me, let me, let me set a goal to make two to three times my, my income on my job. And my, what I recommend to people is try to keep it there for at least six months.
Because if you're not spending that stuff, now, nah, man, you're, you're going to have more money and more capital when you leave. So now you're not starting from, from day one. Now, listen, I'm not a guy that, that, that has had to have a job and then leave. But there are a lot of people that do. And I've helped a lot of people do it with that exact formula. And they didn't have to go back. Why? Because they start building the disciplines. They started building the habits. They start building the work ethic now. The people that just jump out there because they're frustrated, they just tired of their boss. All good things that should drive you, we talked about it. Y'all, that's not it. I see people sometimes they leave their job and now they you, you look on their, their social media, now they're at the mall all day and they shop and they're just like, yo, this is so, I'm so glad I'm free. I'm like, oh yeah, no, nah, this, <laughs> this is going the wrong way quickly. Because now when you leave, you're able to start working harder. The, the lady that owns us, well, she used to own Spanx. She just recently sold it. I think it's Sarah Blakely. She was talking about how, listen, when she when she was starting her business, she would literally be working all day, come home, and be shipping out orders all day. And then she started shipping it to influencers. We all know what happened when they hit the Oprah Winfrey show, and literally her life changed. But she didn't leave her job until it was absolutely ridiculous. Now, that's her story. My story is my story. I'm not saying you have to do it any kind of way specifically, but what I am saying is that, man, can you start preparing yourself now? Remember we talked about at the beginning? Like whatever season you're in right now, start doing the most that you can in that particular season, that particular chapter to start setting up the next chapter. Because if you're not going to leave tomorrow, if you're not going to quit tomorrow, man, prepare yourself today. Get yourself together today. I always tell entrepreneurs, I think it's very hard to attract people by disrespecting them. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur's entrepreneur. I love it. But man, if I'm just if I'm just completely disrespecting the job, if I'm disrespecting the people that have a job, not just the job, right? Because the job is just the, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a form of earning money, right? But now, now I'm disrespecting the person that has the job. And that's supposed to get people attracted to me. That's supposed to get people attracted to your, your company. Imagine if somebody that actually had a business, you could tell that person probably didn't have a business because like those could be customers that you're disrespecting. You understand? Those could be people that were thinking about buying from you that now you're disrespecting. Crazy part is this person, you could tell they probably didn't have no business because it's the, it's the dumbest thing. So guys and ladies, can we not disrespect a form of making money and let's just focus on the bag. Focus on getting the results yourself. I Listen, yep, this stuff with this economy is happening, but listen, focus on yours, your economy, your finances, your resources, so you don't have to worry about what's happening in the world. Guys, this is literally one of the best times to go out there and create financial independence to go out there and create wealth for yourself and your family, but you got to execute on it. Study, communication, and relationships, leadership, whew, pays big money. Big, big, big money. So work on those skills, guys. We'll be back with another episode. But guys, listen, next time you see somebody playing around, because you got a job, tell them I got a job, but I also got a plan. I've got millionaires that's coaching me. Who's coaching you? Learn how to defend what's happening in your life, please. Don't let these people be trying to make you feel bad for stuff they ain't even got going on. All right? This is Justin Owens signing out.
Y'all know what it is. We gave y'all a play. Now go run it. What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to runtheplaystore.com. Get your official Run the Play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets for everybody that's run the play all across the world. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just want it all. Do you know what it's like? Every day facing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. 